1: Hey guys, welcome back to Making Moves. I am here with CMO of Rare Beauty, Miss Katie Welch. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank I'm you so, so excited much. to meet you. I'm
0: so happy to be here.
1: <laughs> All of my friends, Remy, Alicia, my manager, they're like Katie is the best. Oh, thank so you. So I told you that when you came in, but I just have to reiterate. Thank you. You are well-liked amongst my friend group.
0: Oh, my God. So (laughs) first of all, your friends are amazing. I love them, and they spoke so highly of you. So I feel so honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Thank you. Um, So, Katie, tell us, give me your elevator pitch about... Because you're from the Midwest. Yes. I love a fellow Midwesterner. People know. I'm we like, are the best. I love Midwest. Midwest is best. Yeah, I love, I love Midwest girlies and guys. <laughs> so um, tell me about how you got to L.A. and got your role at Rare.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, from the Midwest, went to college in Ohio, graduated, and moved to New York immediately after graduation. Mm-hmm. And then had a long career in New York where I was working uh, in retail and beauty and marketing, a lot in PR. I spent many years in communications agencies mm-hmm. and uh, fell in love with being on the brand side. So I, I was the VP of marketing for Bliss in awesome. 2010. After have, have been spending, having spent many years on the agency side, working at Weber Shandwick, which was one of the largest mm-hmm. PR agencies, which is really where I, honestly, I met my first mentor, learned how to think, learned how to think about brands and storytelling. And it's really what sort of sparked the, my love for what I do and for marketing. And was able to find this job at Bliss. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I, all of this brand storytelling, you can actually do it to impact a business and see it come to life on on a shelf or or in a store or in a spa in that instance. And from there, just knew that that was what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. uh, was fortunate to meet the founder of Hourglass. And was hired as their SVP of Global Marketing in 2015, and that's what brought me from New York to uh, Los Angeles. And then in that position, I was then promoted to their Chief Marketing Officer. Amazing! Oh, thanks.
1: What? Wonderful okay. company. Yeah, I have to all of those. Yeah, companies so we can go awesome. into all those okay. details. But
0: that's sort of the how yeah. oh, I got to LA. No, but, I love it.
1: Okay, so over a long amount of time, and, and then after 16 Hourglass, years, you're now with Rare.
0: After Hourglass, I was at the Honest Company. I was the oh, General Honest. Manager of oh.
1: Honest Beauty, and and then Rare. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Copy. And you went to Denison. Yes. The That's the college you went to. Yeah. And Denison is, is that in DePaul's conference? Oh my God. This is like a sports question. Like, <laughs> I, but I, I think it's like, it's D3. similar. It's D3. It's like the Ohio ver- li- version of DePaul, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. I'm like, we need
0: to Google this. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Be. We're like, is its it? Is it? Is <laughs> it? sports yeah Uh, I think it is now when I was at Denison there weren't I don't know sports weren't huge but now I think it's much yeah yeah
1: so my dad went to DePauw and we were talking about this because it's like I feel like not many people probably know of Denison unless you're like from the Midwest right yeah yeah and what did you study there it was English literature okay and then did you have any idea like were you always that girl you're like I'm gonna be in the big city
0: yeah okay I was I, yeah, that's so interesting. You just always knew it. I, I loved, always knew it. it. I always knew it. I always loved New York. And I was in, I remember like when I was 10 years old, I, I went on a trip to New York. And then when I graduated high school, I, I went to New York. My uncle uh, gave me a trip and, and we went to New York and it was wonderful. And I, I think I've always, like in high school, I was. Maybe even looking back I was always a, very much a pop culture fanatic. Me too. I just yeah, I just loved the magazines like magazines. People. Knew, yeah, yes, and, and I loved fashion, but I wasn't a fashionista. I just loved consuming it all. So like mm-hmm. whether it was reading Vogue or watching Entertainment Tonight at the time or mm-hmm. reading even Rolling Stone. I remember my mom had a subscription to Rolling Stone. And so it was sort of this, po- this concept of pop culture. Was always around me. of something that really very much excited me. And then, so when you think about where is that? That's in big cities. Yeah. And so I did sort of have this vision of, oh my gosh, I'm going to move to New York. Yeah,
1: that's pretty crazy. And because I, I feel like it's way harder to move to a big city than people think, especially if you have no connections. You know, like no yeah. one. Like I, I feel like people don't get enough credit. And that's so interesting. You're right. I, I I don't. It's a big move.
0: It's a big move, and I've never thought about that. Uh-huh. Even when I. Moved to L.A., I remember one of my friends in New York said, you know what, that's a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. you just picked up and moved. You didn't know – like, I knew some people, but I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Yeah. Especially to move for a job that it, – it's a risk. And I think I've never been – I guess I'm pretty fearless mm-hmm. at times. Listen, that's When amazing. it comes to work, not when it comes to other stuff maybe. But yeah. um but, but yeah, I think you're right. We have to give ourselves as Midwesterners credit for I moving know. to the big
1: city. Yeah, because at least for me, like, yeah. I would not have the job or career that I do without living here. No. I just wouldn't. Yeah.
0: And I, I hate to say that because I, I went back and I spoke at my high school, actually, a, year, a couple of years ago. And I remember someone in, in the audience said, can I have this same job or can I do the same career path in St. Louis?
1: That's such a hard question.
0: I know. And I know, being from St. Louis, people love, it's, you know, people love the home. It's a hometown city. Their families have lived there mm-hmm. for generations. And, and I just said, mm, not specifically. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't, like, if you specifically you don't want. I don't want to lie. I'm not a good liar. Terrible liar. <laughs> Terrible liar. Bad poker face. None of that. So I <laughs> was like, no, you can't. But maybe – I don't know. Maybe now that you can with there's – there's so much more entrepreneurial opportunities. There's so much more remote work. Yeah, maybe you can today. But at that time, yeah,
1: there wasn't. It's pretty crazy how much just being in a room is all it takes to get that right opportunity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like recently – I've been invited to a few things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in my dream room yeah. or like scenario right now. Do you ever feel like that? Still? Yes. Yeah.
0: You know that's how I got the my my rare beauty position? I was at a conference and I and I met the the CEO, our our CEO, my boss, and he came up to me and he said, Katie Welch, uh, I emailed you and you didn't write me back.
1: Wait. Okay. And <laughs> I said, Who are what? <laughs> Well, okay. Hold on. Let's Wait. Th- conference. What conference? That tracks. <laughs> that <laughs> tracks. Her <laughs> using TikTok. Okay, window. listen.
0: It was a LinkedIn. It was a LinkedIn message. Okay. It's a great. It's one of my mediums that I love posting on. But answering emails in the DM or on LinkedIn are tough. I'm sure you get a gazillion. Let's uh, it, you know. It's everyone does. Yeah. I think. Um, well, not
1: really true. But I'm sure okay. you get a gazillion. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> everyone um, does. Oh, where, we we're, were at a Women's Wear Daily conference. Okay, and then he comes up to you, and he knew you who you were. Yes, and was like, you didn't respond to me. Yes, ooh, playing a little hard to get, but you weren't playing. <laughs> you I was. Just, you just were hard to get. I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so
0: sorry. Yeah. What? Tell me. Let's talk about it. What? What did you want? Yeah. <laughs> what did you email me about? What did you about? write me? Yeah. And he's like, no, I just wanted. I've heard about you. I just wanted to get to know you. And and what I didn't know at the time was that he was working on this project with Selena and. I was looking to fill
1: the marketing role wow and were you like like shook the house down boots were you blown away like <laughs> do you know what i mean like were you like what this is
0: crazy yes but it's exactly what you were saying time and place like had i i mean i guess well there's a few things <laughs> had i responded to my linkedin messages hello that was one option yeah. or um you know had i not been there then maybe i would he could have met someone else and uh-huh. who knows the way it's sliding it's like sliding doors
1: even so much moment. of, I feel like even with dating or meeting anyone, mm-hmm. so much of w- relationship is just the, like the present, like your instincts. Do I feel safe with you? Do I feel, I, I know you're a big fan of Angela Arendt's and she's Huge like, fan. she's so big on like instincts. Like, do I trust you? Yeah. Do I, yeah. even with Alicia and I, I feel like yeah. it, we work because we're like, I just get you and and, and it's hard to explain.
0: You know, I was just talking to, about instinct and gut with one of my coworkers, a, a woman on my team yesterday, mm-hmm. because we we were working on a project, we changed directions, and I talked to her about it afterwards, and she said, "Gosh, I was thinking that, I knew that," and I said, I, I, this is this is a great lesson and an opportunity to start to trust your gut yes, and right. and and your instinct." And I said, "You," and she was working on a project with some more senior individuals, and I said. It's not a hierarchical thing. Like, you have this role and you have this position for a reason. I, I, I this is a great opportunity for you to trust your gut and speak up. And yeah. I said, thankfully, you're you're working in a in a company in an environment that's very collaborative, and we appreciate everyone's uh, opinion. So. I want to hear from you. Like I want you to speak up, especially if you get that gut feeling, that gut instinct, mm-hmm. because I do think that's something that you you hone. And Angela talked about that you that you hone as you grow your career, and the more experience you have, the more you develop your gut and your instinct. And that is something that I that I value so much, whether it's with people or just in day to day of like, okay, I'm reviewing this project or this photo or this image or this caption or anything, yeah. and I think, okay. Like, for the most part, I usually trust my team I, I I'm so grateful that I have this amazing talented brilliant team, and they know sometimes if I change something it's there's a gut reason usually yeah
1: it's not it's not personal no no yeah yeah, yeah.
0: no and you that too i think comes with with experience that it's 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 not personal it's not subjective it's you usually have a reason or rationale behind mm-hmm. something
1: how would you recommend someone that is, you know, new to this? Yeah. And, like, how do you, how do you become more aware of like what is a gut instinct versus what is something you're just thinking that's crazy? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Oh gosh. Well, it's a few things. You have to. It's building up your confidence. You have to have trust in yourself, and when you have trust in yourself, you have more confidence. And, but, part of that being willing to fail and not scared to fail. And that all comes back to confidence, too. Mm. Because if you know, and I think, honestly, the most important thing is five years from now, you're probably not going to remember this situation or yeah. this person or whatever you're reading. And so like as much as the narrative that we have in our head, the stories we tell ourselves, the chatter, like you got to check that chatter in your head. The, the chatter that we have going on, you're not going to remember it in a few years. So why are you letting it weigh on you so hard mm-hmm. when you can go back? You, like and, and you can learn from this experience and sometimes you just have to go for it and if you're not afraid to fail which is sort of a trite statement a lot of people say that but there's 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 validity to it. So if you're not afraid to fail and you're and you're confident in yourself and you ultimately trust yourself, all of those things help to hone and develop your gut.
1: Wow, so good.
0: It's crazy cuz it's so simple but, but the it's most hard. complex. It's hard and especially You know it's easier it's easier to just keep talking to yourself and saying, "I don't know, I don't know. What should we do? What should we do?" It's easier to not decide. It's easier to not go forward. It's easier to that's safer. That's the safer route. It's hard. Wow. You know, like yeah. it's if let's say I want to let's say it was you and you're thinking about starting making moves. You could have thought about it for months or for years and never started it. You just mm-hmm. have to jump sometimes.
1: That's so true. You yeah. just have to launch. You
0: just have to launch and just have to try. And you know what? It, I mean, you obviously are a clear success, but it may not have, mm-hmm. you know, in part of that, those experiences, those failures and successes, are what helped to develop your gut.
1: Wow. Okay. So, explain to me what the heck does being a CMO entail? Like, what does that mean? It's chief marketing officer. Officer, yeah. So that to me seems like the best type of chief title, like chief marketing officer. I feel like I would. be. I agree. I'd be like decent at that. You, you know, know what 100% I mean? I, I could you see would myself. Be. You'd be great. I could see myself. Yes, uh, that's the one. Not yeah. not CFO. <laughs> no, I'm not a financial math girly. So I but just want to know. Hold on,
0: time out. What? Don't tell yourself that. Don't okay. say that. Why? Because that that's like part of a narrative that we tell your that you okay. tell yourself in your head. Yes, you are. Of course, you're a math girly. Of course, you're a financial girly. Oh, okay. Well, love this. Seriously. Okay. You know. You're right. You're right. Because I I talk to my team about this too, and I sometimes check myself. And the other thing is. I, I have noticed throughout my career some people say oh you don't like that you don't like the numbers and I don't ever want to be that person that someone says that because how dare you say to me I don't like the numbers
1: that's so true
0: let me decide that I let don't me like be the, the person don't, yeah you know so okay just wanted to check I love yourself that. no
1: that's good I need to, I need people to check me often <laughs>
0: okay so what does CRL okay. mean like, what
1: is that what does that entail?
0: Yeah, so it's different. It's different at every brand and mm-hmm. every company. For it, but for Rare Beauty, the chief marketing officer is really sort of all any of the brand storytelling, the anything that's sort of public facing, mm-hmm. uh, facing to our to our viewers, or consumer facing. I don't really like to use the word consumer, but it's anything consumer facing, and literally what it is. So the, the team is comprised of the the creative team so creative is uh, the look feel tone and manner any of the key visuals for any launch campaign product visuals campaign campaigns starring Selena of course so all of the creative and so it's not just the visual but then it's also the creative concept so what does the campaign entail what does the uh, then that sort of leads into brand and product marketing which is from the brand marketing standpoint, that's developing the mission, vision, values of the brand. How mm-hmm. is that coming to life? Then, from product marketing, that's working on the product positioning. What's the product point of difference? Uh, not only how does it, what does it look like, but how do we talk about it? And then, how do we bring that to life? Whether it's on Sephora.com, on our own channels. So, brand and product marketing. Then there's consumer marketing, and that's all. That's basically how. All of the elements of, of storytelling in social, in digital—that's all of our consumer marketing. Then there's communications. That's mm-hmm. influencer marketing. That's traditional media. That is uh, any sort of global communications. Then we have social impact. So then the head of social wow. impact reports into me, and that's—and that is a unique point of difference that not a lot of brands have. But that's because Rare Beauty is a mission-driven brand. It was important that we had. A team dedicated to it so that it wasn't ever lost or forgotten Mm -hmm. that it truly was spearheaded from within the industry so while it's all these teams under marketing the most important role of the chief marketing officer is to integrate them all and make sure that they're all connecting and speaking to one another and truly connected in one working together because it's it's we we don't have large enough marketing budgets that we can sort of push out a marketing message mm. where you can see a TV ad, an out of home ad, a, 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 you know, social ads when you're just bombarded over the head. Like we're not Nike. We don't have Nike budgets. Mm. But when you have the sum of all those total parts in harmony and you get that out the door, that's going to be the strongest message to get to you, our consumer, our our, our community member, whomever. And so it's kind of like like leading an orchestra and making sure they all play beautiful music together. That was a
1: great analogy. You know, so it is. Yeah. It's like,
0: and, and everyone, every piece of the sort of orchestra is so important. They're uh-huh. all so important. Like, and it does not matter it's what level. It yeah. does. Correct. That's, oh my God, that's a TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's TikTok. totally true. And, and it's so interesting because I see, because I've sort of been in all those, I mean, not literally, but I've, Because I've grown up in this industry and I've been in the coordinator and the assistant role and I've seen how frustrating it can be when you're doing things when you're like, I went to college. Why am I doing this sort of administrative Mm or why am I packing gift bags? Mm -hmm. But then when you take a step back and you look at, well, listen, let me tell you what that gift bag is going to do or how that gift bag, like the colors of it that then contribute to ultimately the sale of a product at Sephora, which is – what the goal of the business is. Mm-hmm. So it's, I've always found it's important to explain the end goal in any of your positions and sort of what the individuals on the team, what their role is and how they play a, such a big part.
1: Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. the one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge and more importantly has kept me hydrated the most is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh, sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day I get so thirsty. And nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like, it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like, I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 Hard Challenge. But one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy com slash easy Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. That's pretty amazing. It sounds like you're in charge of a lot of people. Do you know how many people you're in charge of? It's like
0: 20. Well, I have six direct reports and then they have teams, but the total marketing team is okay. 20.
1: Okay. And do you feel like that's ever overwhelming, or do you kind of like being the leader of that pack? Uh
0: oh, I, I I like it. Is that a weird thing to say? No,
1: I I actually enjoy being a leader in some aspects as well. I
0: like being a leader. I there's nothing
1: wrong with that. That's awesome.
0: I um no, I like. I once had a client when I worked uh, at Weber Shanwick in the um in the in the communic- the communications agency, and this was God. When did she say this to me? uh 15 years ago and i remember she said katie when you speak people listen and i was pretty junior at the time and it always stuck with me and and i we were i was working on this exercise with a with a coach and she said with a group of people and she said everyone what's your superpower and that came back to me and and it and it's so interesting and it's like yes i can do that when i i think that's why i enjoy my career so far why i enjoy my uh my job because it's not about leading. It's so much like galvanizing and inspiring and getting the team together for this one common goal. But it's also why I love TikTok so much. It's it's not because I like a microphone, which I listen, I think I probably do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Me. I get it. Like I've been on QVC. I like a karaoke mic, whatever. That's for another conversation. but, But man, when I saw the impact, like when I got DMs and I know I'm sort of bouncing around and now no, we're talking okay. about mentorship but when i started to get dms from people saying katie i listened to your tiktok and i and i and i practiced these things for my interview and oh my god i got the job you were like that's the best feeling in the world you're like i'm in the right spot because it's like the right you want to you to be able to make a difference in someone's life feels great you know and it's like as much as i thought god what can i i want to do something you know what what can i do to give back and i think about that a lot And then finally when I realized, why can't you think about what you're good at and how can I give that back? If I could help someone find their – navigate their career because someone did that for me. Because like you and I, growing up in the Midwest, if you wanted to – again, no shade to the Midwest is best. My mother was a high school English teacher and then a principal. My father worked for Anheuser-Busch. Neither of those career paths have anything to do – Agreed, neither of those career paths yeah. have anything to do with selling lipsticks and that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I thought if I could help people oh my gosh. do that mm-hmm. and explain these different career paths because I met someone when I was 18 years old and she worked at Estee Lauder and I was like, will you work there? That's a, that's a thing, you can do that? Mm-hmm. And that was when the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I do wanna to move to New York. I remember I had a subscription to Women's Wear Daily when I was in college, you could get student subscriptions. I didn't know what I was reading, but I was reading it. Because at the time in the 90s, you got paper news. Uh-huh. You got, they don't have the print, daily print anymore. But, and so that's when I started reading it. So I thought that one woman made such a difference in my life. So then if I know that I could have this power in having words that matter, and I can use those words to help people navigate their career paths, because I think that beauty is a, is a cool industry. It's a great industry. I also think that we need new, fresh voices in the industry. So if I could help people navigate that, mm-hmm. come from wherever they come from,
1: Missouri or wherever, why not? It's also so cool. Well, first of all, everything you just said. That was a bit of a ramble. No, sorry. But, uh, no everything you just said in regards to the mentorship yeah. stuff is verbatim how I think when it comes to like – when Alicia, the way Alicia's taken me under her wing, I, there's nothing more I want to do than do that for someone one yeah. day, because I would not be who I am without her mentorship. Yeah. Like, s- seriously. Yeah. And it's the most rewarding thing being able to, kn- or knowing that I can somehow to, to some degree help someone feel a little bit more comforted yeah. in their career Path or plan, and I'm sure you get that same feeling.
0: I so when I first started TikTok, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know. Well, I started for a few things. Like I wanted to figure it out because mm-hmm. I wanted to learn the the medium, the yeah. uh, what it was. Well, and- it's such a big,
1: um rare beauty is like such a big, yeah. like thing on TikTok. Like yeah. every beauty and non-beauty influencer creator oh, and small just. Um, normal people—they're yeah. testing your products on TikTok. Oh, thanks! Like I I've, feel like I have
0: an amazing team. Who it's like a huge asset. Organic content and an amazing PR team who, who seeds stuff. But even like when I'm like in 2019 when it was people were just doing the renegade dance, yeah. like I was like, what is this? And I and I was testing out. I I've always felt like you know as as a marketer, your your most important one of the most important qualities is you have to stay on top. You have to be curious. You have to stay on top of trends. And I was watching how my attention was going to TikTok. And I thought, well, shoot, if it's happening to me, my like, gosh, it's got to be happening to other people. And so then obviously, you know that as, as a brand, you have to figure that out. And the brands are going to have to figure out this medium. And I've never been a person who doesn't go all in. And, you know, I, I remember speaking with a friend and she's, she's an agent. And she said, gosh, I meet with CMOs. They don't even have TikTok downloaded. Now they probably do. Which is
1: but this crazy, is, though. Crazy. It's that crazy.
0: Is crazy. It is crazy. So I, So I went the extreme. Downloaded it and then started, started uploading. Well, and, and I thought so. <laughs> you that, start renegating. Well, I said, no, absolutely not. I haven't done a single dance. Don't plan to. Nobody needs to see that. It would get one view. My mom. Um, no, I was doing videos of my dog just to try and figure out how it worked. And then, then I, then I thought, I started thinking about what we were talking about. How I met this woman, and, and I'm like, gosh, I wonder if I could. What could I do? Could I put out? Mm-hmm. Because I th- my insight was, you know, there's so many career paths that people don't know about. You think you want to work in, in beauty, and it's like, okay, so true. I just want to, you know, well, I'm not a makeup artist. Or I don't really, maybe someone doesn't want to work in social media, and they think that those are really the only career paths because those are sort
1: of the most public. Well, and I'm sorry to jump in. No, fine, please. But, in the Midwest, that is not a normal job. Like you don't no, know that right. exists. Like right. I empathize with people like right. that were us. Yeah. Back in the like normal jobs there are lawyer, like the normal good jobs, lawyer, doctor. Yeah, more traditional maybe you're an athlete. Yeah. Maybe um your nurse, teacher. Yep, teacher. And but like Growing up, that I had no idea my job—it didn't exist. Yes, or right. and, and even your job, yeah. like that. I didn't that, know this is a thing. You have no idea, right? And that's so cool that with TikTok now, people can be like, "Whoa, I can do that!" Exactly.
0: So it's it's here. These different, whether it's product development, e- you know, e-commerce, uh, legal, um, op- uh, operations, regulatory. Like, there's so many human resources. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that if you love makeup and you're excited about cosmetics, you love the industry, you want to get in, there could be a path where you have a strength, where you would excel and you will shine. You just didn't know it was there. Mm. And, and, and so that's one part of it. And the other part is helping people like prep, prep for an interview. Because I think the other thing is people don't necessarily know there's stuff that people don't, don't teach you. Well, anyway, so, so, so I started and I started getting all these comments. And and, and so I'd respond to the comments and it was taking up a lot of time because they were, they were real, there wasn't enough space. Like there was character limit, you know? And I think I was still under 10,000, so I couldn't go live. And so I did a video and I was like, I want to do, I'll do some 30 minute mentor sessions. Well, that one blew up. And then I think I eventually got to 10,000 and I could do, do lives. But I had, I had a handful of people that signed up to do, I just did for, for a, I don't even know what year it was. Maybe it was 2020. I did a bunch of, and I still do, 30 minute sessions. Maybe up to a hundred. I've met with nearly a hundred people. You're
1: kidding? No, it was so wonderful. Kitty, That's amazing. I, I, we were in
0: quarantine. Like, thank you, thank you. But that's not. I'm not. I'm not telling. We, we were. First of all, we were in quarantine. Like, no, but that is amazing.
1: And, that's really cool. But
0: so from like just, I just, I just opened up like a Calendly, however the heck you pronounce that, Calendly link. Yeah. And for 30 minutes every day for. And then some some more on on, on weekends, I would just meet with people, and we would talk about the resume, and we would talk about whatever. And I remember there was this one woman, and she she sent me her resume, and we're going through it. And the first thing she said to me was, I just work at Sephora. And I was like, stop. That's awesome, and that is huge. You're in the right direction. Yes. And she was like, yeah, because she was in retail, she Mm -hmm. thought she wasn't. I said, let's break it down. Let's talk about what you're doing. You are – do you, with the brand educators, do you, you're learning? And and I go, do people come in from the brands and train you about the new product launches? And she said, yes. And I said, well, guess what? That's brand and product marketing. Yeah. That's also education, which is a, uh, uh, within the sales department. And I explained what that is. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I said, okay, and then are you stocking the shelves and like, instantly the gondola's like okay that's visual merchandising and that's creative and that is product also product marketing and we talked about all the things that she learned doing that Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay then are you working on the sampling and are you working on what's uh like any sort of promotion on the window or people are coming in because they see something on sephora.com and she's like yeah i'm like okay, that's retail marketing Mm. and so we reframe and then she had all these photos also attached and i'm like what are all these photos she goes oh i i shot those and i'm like these are Stunning. You're like photographer. She's a a photographer. photographer.
1: Yeah. You're a photographer. You are a content
0: creator. And so she reimagined her resume, Uh her personal narrative. She knew this wasn't a lie. Mm. I'm not saying lie on your resume. All this was there. Still said she was a Sephora store. It's a language though. It's re. It's re. It's re. It's it's the narrative. It's storytelling. I mean, that's what I do as a marketer. But she learned all that stuff, and she just didn't know to think it. Think of it that way. And so then, fast forward. I got, I got a month ago or something, I got the sweetest DM from her, and she's like, "Katie, you changed." And I'm not trying. I no. I said, you it's okay. My Flex. Life. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how? Oh my god. No, rightfully so. You did. No, you did. But, but I just pointed her in a new direction, and she's been working at an, I believe, an influencer marketing agency, and she's just she's doing great, and it just is awesome. It's the best feeling in the world. And like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yes, it takes up a lot of time. <laughs> I have no life, as you know. So, like, I have the time to dedicate it to it.
1: Why wouldn't I? Also, though, you never know. Yes, you're helping a gazillion people and you don't have to be and you're doing it for free, which is amazing. But what's amazing about this world is that, especially the business world, is that when you invest into others and you're a kind human being and you expect nothing in return, things just come in return. Like, one day you never know if that girl might be the next cmo or ceo of the next rare beauty yeah. and you guys are buds and then you do a collab with your Aww. like do you know what i mean or you yeah. never know yeah. if she might work for you and she might be the Look perfect I would candidate love that for her. or you never know if she ends up meeting someone that can connect you with you know what? you just yeah. never know yeah. what doing good can how it can be returned it's true. To you. it got good. imagine
0: if the world was just a little bit more kind yeah wouldn't that be good? But no, but truly, I mean, I'm I I started doing it because I loved it. I mean, I would I would wake up and I would look at my calendar and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you set up another mentoring session. And I'm not gonna lie, like I'm still a human. I would be, oh God, I'm a little tired. Yeah. And I promise you, after every single one, I was energized. And I I'm love but that. I'm also a pe like this is also what I love. I'm a people person and mm-hmm. I get fueled by like that's how I energize myself, is because I, I love meeting people. So I I just really you're the same way I I just I just enjoy it so so I feel grateful and I'm and I'm grateful to Rare Beauty that that I'm able to that they don't say
1: don't do that (laughs) no that's amazing and you know what I by the way if you don't follow Katie on TikTok oh, and thanks. because people this is making moves for a reason like people come here to i feel like learn how to further their career yeah. with a little bit of spice a little bit of juice like we talk about dating on here we talk about like fun random pop culture but we also talk about like how to further your career how to be the best version mm-hmm. of yourself yeah. and if you're interested in that kind of stuff at all you have to follow Katie's thanks. TikTok because you give the best tips thanks. and um i just have to say you know how that mentor told you when you talk, people listen? Yeah. I think that you need to do more just speaking TikToks without even a sound. Because when you do talk, people listen. Yeah. And if you gave, like... You do this sometimes, because I was stalking your TikTok last yeah. night. And a lot of... You use a lot of the sounds and stuff, which are, are, are awesome. And you're, like, totally so well-versed in TikTok lingo. Like, I'm very impressed. <laughs> but I'm, like, if even if you just pull out your I phone know. and you're, like, hey, this... Um just speaking like you don't even have to use a sound like your voice is powerful oh, seriously thanks <sighs> it's just time <laughs> yeah you're like it's it's so hard I get it trust me I get it
0: well that that was one thing my
1: gosh content creation after doing this <laughs> do you empathize more with like influencers oh, yes okay tell me everything about that because I'm like so curious like what were you like oh my gosh it I takes empathize.
0: forever it's hard okay explain once I realized that, that people were listening, and that, it, it, and and not not from a vanity standpoint. From a oh gosh, you got to put out something that's beneficial. Yeah,
1: and you also don't want to look your well, worst.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not a, I'm even i I'm not young, so I have to like make sure that it's pulled together. No, I should stop. Because You're when it's like beautiful, thank.
1: But they, I, have I have to lo- say, rare beauty, no. a lot of makeup, rare beauty, a lot well, of makeup. I have to say though, like I'm, I uh, am so envious of male creators. Because, like, <laughs> I'm like, I would probably get so much more done in the day if I didn't have to get ready every day.
0: Listen, I went to an all-girls high school, and I think that was really instrumental for me. I mean, I, because I love makeup so much, mm. clearly my career is in it. But yeah. I didn't care about I wore a uniform. I had my hair scrunchy for four years straight. Anyway, uh, no, and you should be comfortable in your own skin. But I um, I prefer <laughs> to wear makeup no, I get so it. So I don't just like wake up and start filming content. But uh, yeah, it it, ta- it takes the, the time commitment, the planning commitment, the actual filming, like mm-hmm. the the, the logistics of mm-hmm. filming and filming it in the app versus filming it outside the app, the editing, the editing yes. of like changing the words. If God forbid you spell something and how normal misspell something and how normal it is to misspell it, mm-hmm. and how normal it is to misspell it and, and hit post, mm-hmm. and then you say, Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> All of that stuff—it's not easy. So, especially as a brand, when you go back and you're like, "Oh, can you change that? Can you do that?" Like, that is—it's hard, you know. And so, I think the the most thing for important for a brand when working with content creators is like have such a tight brief. Not such a tight brief that you're you're instructing the individual what to say because that won't come across authentic. Mm. But tight enough so that they understand, so that the so you won't have to have multiple edits.
1: You know what I will say as being a content creator? I actually, cause sometimes, I always appreciate when people are like, obviously, this is your content. Make it as original to you as possible. Uh-huh. That is key. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of love the stricter sometimes when brands are, they're like, these are the exact talking points instead of being like, choose from this big list Yeah, because it's it's almost easier for me to get the what they want across. Yep. Yeah, And as a content creator, I want to be able to ultimately sell the product or like do what they want you know well it's almost like it's a cue
0: from 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 traditional advertising or or sort of working with advertising or creative agencies the better the brief the better the results of the creative you're you're a creative con what you're creating is no different than what an ad agency or create yeah creative it's still a piece of content for a brand so you need to have a a tight brief, and that's sort of what's the, understanding what the end goal of the business is, or understanding sort of the key message points, because I found that the better the brief, the better the creative, Like, Mm. and you've known that too. Like, How many brainstorms have you been in with about anything? It could be about making moves, whatever, where if you're just sort of spitballing free-for-all, you're kind of all over the board, maybe nothing really comes to fruition, but if you really hone in on, okay, this is what we want to brainstorm, these are the, whatever the elements of the brainstorm are, the more specific you are, the better the cre- the better the brainstorm is going to be mm-hmm.
1: so it's kind of in that same vein that's so funny it kind of goes back to what you were talking about with gut instinct and it's harder to make a like firm strong decision but it's always better mm-hmm. like totally you know, it's always more effective yeah I guess 100% <laughs> I want to go back to that orchestra analogy that yes, you had. Yes. And how there's a bunch of different roles people yeah, play, yeah. or um, forms of marketing, right? Uh-huh. What would you say for Rare Beauty is the most effective? Like, would it be the influencer marketing? Uh, would it be traditional, like I don't know, commercials or billboards or, uh, you know, you know what you guys do best, or what do you what do you guys take the most seriously? I guess.
0: You're not gonna like this answer, but it's, it's all of it because mm. I've done analysis. Uh, whether it was at Rare Beauty or, or previous companies too, where I've just looked at, you look week by week at what's running, what's happening, and and then you you can you know juxtapose it, you can analyze it against the sales, and you can usually what I find is that when everything is sort of going at once, that's when you see the best results. So when mm. yes, uh, definitely an influencer program or let's say like your influencer mailers are starting to hit people are starting to talk about a product mm-hmm. but then at the same time do you get a sephora.com email or you have exposure on the sephora homepage? Mm-hmm. then maybe you say you're driving down the street and you see a billboard then there's a um it could be I don't know, it could be a direct mail piece it could be a radio ad a spotify ad it could be anything And because you think about it as a as a like as a normal shopper you or i you have to see something five to seven I times know, so many times to remember it and then even think about now You don't just you don't nest. Maybe sometimes Instagram ad like you buy something like those. What is that hot roller? You know what what I'm saying? Yes. Like that thing. Like maybe you buy something that seems a little out of the ordinary. But for the most part, it takes you a while before you make that decision to buy something, Mm -hmm. and so that's called the consumer journey. So along that consumer journey, there's so many touch points, and so the the most important. So to answer your question, very long winded. Like there's not there's never one channel the most important thing is to have one message across that's all those clear. channels that's clear and i'm not saying you see the same exact thing every time like you sort of have to come to life in the language of that channel so mm. like a tiktok what you how you do a tiktok or how you you, you tell the story of a, of a product on a tiktok is going to be different than what you do on a, a support yeah. email okay. or a billboard yeah but that's that's the the creativity and the excitement. That's the exciting thing I think about brand and product marketing or like thinking about consumer marketing is how do you tie all those things together to tell that story in all of those different mediums so that then in ultimately that language. Yes, yeah. but that that they still feel connected.
1: Yeah. I, I will say, just as a consumer and as a content creator, like I'm very impressed with brands lately and the language. Like I love have you ever seen when someone posts a TikTok and then, like, randomly, like, Uber will comment and they'll be like, LOL, can't believe he ghosted you. Oh, and brand, it's
0: brands in the comments are it's, amazing. It's kind of, like,
1: iconic. It's a yes, new thing. Brands yes. in the comments. And it's, like... You know it's, like, some fun, funny, like, Gen Z person, like, doing, running Uber's account or running Rare account. I mean, honestly, yeah. the woman
0: who runs Rare Beauty's
1: account is hysterical. <laughs> she is wonderful. <laughs> she is so
0: funny. And she's smart. Like, you witty, have to be smart Leroy, to be witty. yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But to win in the comments, what's interesting about that, I, I watch that too. I'm obsessed. It's so
1: interesting. It's so
0: interesting. They've got it. Like brands used to not be able to relinquish control. No. You know? And so to be able to like win in the comments, respond right away, have something funny with personality mm-hmm. that's provocative yet not offensive. Like all of the, th- checks all of the boxes. A little bit juicy. A little bit juicy, it but humanizes not like, uh, the brand you can't say that. Yeah, Correct. Hum- like that's brands getting comfortable with creative. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's interesting. That would it's be fun like, to watch. Twitter. Brands on Twitter for a while have been doing yes, that. Yes,
1: that's true. But it's, they're better on TikTok, I think. Yeah. I I love watching when brands, I, I feel like that is, whenever I see a brand comment something funny like that, yeah. I'm like, whoever hired that person yeah. needs a raise because that I, is genius. They're genius.
0: Well, And I think that's what's important. Like the senior level marketers have to understand that.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I love it. Um. Going back one more time to your yep. mentorship yes. stuff on like TikTok, and and when you have your conversations with people, yeah. first of all, are they mostly women? Mostly
0: women. So so I also so I've moved the conversation. The it got too much. I, yeah, I read, to be too much. I, I love it so much, but so I was like, what do I do? How do I scale this? Like I'm only one person, mm-hmm. so I started a Geneva group. You know, like Geneva. It's a it's an I heard app. You talk
1: about this. It's on an app. One of it's
0: similar to Discord. Okay. Or Slack. Yes. Yes. Yes and uh so now we we have about 2 250 or 300 people in the Geneva group and cuz it's it's just a community of career career minded community uh-huh. I, I the other thing i realized in yes there was the woman who like first sort of opened my eyes to a career in beauty i've also had friends who are like one of my best friends is the head of e-commerce for supergroup and oh my gosh awesome oh, she's brilliant amazing individual but we literally have grown up together. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've been in the same like we've been at different levels of our career at the same time. And when you have a problem at work, sometimes you can't you don't want to talk to HR. Sometimes you don't want to talk to a coworker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't talk to your sibling or your family because maybe they don't know. But to have a friend and have a community who are like also going through sort of similar career minded things mm-hmm. is so beneficial. So I thought, oh gosh, because what I noticed on when I would go on TikTok Live, the same people would show up, so mm-hmm. and they would talk to one
1: another, and they started becoming and they friends. Say, yeah, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and they would,
0: and I was like, gosh, Love there's it. like
1: a community
0: version like growing here. And so I started this thing, and it's just been really fun to see that they we like had a little meetup, like a virtual meetup last night, and we post job listings and like inspiration and other like when I see things like articles that I like, or they like they, but they've been helping one another, and so it's really cool to watch these conversations happen. Yeah. They they are they are becoming so my friend's name is Caroline. So they are becoming one another's Caroline. I'm like, I just want everyone to have their yeah. Carol or Michael. Work my, wife. Michael's my other yeah, work wife or work husband or whoever. Yeah. Like have your work bud.
1: That's amazing. I you have to have a podcast.
0: Oh, because, and then I'm toying with I want to do an email newsletter. So I'm only one voice. I I get a lot of the similar questions from people. I'm only one point of view. I don't know, I've only had my experience. I have other friends in similar positions who would have a different, they might have a different answer to some of these questions. Mm. The, the, everyone deserves to hear what they have to say, too. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to get on TikTok. They don't want to. You have to have a podcast and have them on as guests. I I know. Or or like an email cuz then I was like I want to do an email newsletter, but then I also want to profile the people in this group too because I am like super inspired by them.
1: I think I even if you had some of the people that you are essentially mentoring on your podcast. They're fascinating. Yeah, like th- I just love like them. Like I would want to hear yeah. what questions they're asking you and yeah. your answers from them and um and I ask them questions. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to ask you like what would you say is the most common denominator or like the most common question people come to you with. How do you do it? How'd you get to where you are? They okay. want to, they want a plan. And, and what, I'm did like, you, what do you say? No, it's okay. I
0: was like, there's no such thing. It's not linear. And I want, like the more I talk about how it's not linear or how I didn't know when I first started or how many times I changed jobs because mm-hmm. I was still figuring it out because you don't know your path. What, what you realize you're going to feel more fulfilled in your career. Like, first of all, fulfilled is a tough word because you have to find a career that's, fulfilling but mm. not your fulfillment and man did it take me a long time to figure that one out
1: <laughs> fulfilling not your fulfill- fulfillment whoa okay what would you say is your fulfillment <sighs> that's a crazy line family
0: friends fam- you know fam- like having a well rounded life uh. and not anything for so many years I put so much into my career that it was my fulfillment but that's when you get so stressed out that's when with, if something goes wrong Like, you have to, you have to, it took me a while to take a step back and put things into perspective and realize that there is a whole bigger world out there.
1: Like shit hit the fan when something at work went wrong because that was your fulfillment. And you think that that's
0: your life. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it is, it's, it's an interesting, it's something that I have to balance a lot because I have put so much time and energy and, and so much of, of who I am is what I've done in my career. And you could say that's good or you could say that's bad. I, toy, You know, I,
1: I, it's it's, very interesting. It's a really interesting conversation. I feel like you're speaking to me because, like, my biggest, one of my greatest struggles is, like, trying to balance crap. Like, I'm young right now. Mm-hmm. Do I just grind this shit out and, like, be – I know I could be successful in this regard if I just grind right now. Yeah. But, like, also I'm, like, how do I make – like, I, sh- I, I, I want to have fun. I want to go on dates. I yeah. want to get drunk. I want to – whatever yeah so i'm like i did i did that too okay but i i want to ask you like when i'm at a crossroads and it's like i have a really fun opportunity to like go out and maybe see a cute boy I like or like you know get have fun with my friends whatever fun event whatever it is or i like have a really important like work deadline like how do you decide what to choose that is tough yeah. you got to
0: figure out how to do both <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. You know, out. I think
0: the hardest thing is, like, how do you maximize the day so that you can still have the life at night? Yeah. Like, the the one rule I've had, I, especially when I worked at the agency, God, I remember this was early, early days. I was working at a PR agency 20 years ago, many years ago. And I remember this woman, like, ordered wine to the office. And she's like, let's keep working and order wine. And I was like, this is where it ends. Like this is – so I – you know, like if you start having wine and dinner at the office, you never go home. Yeah. So I always had a rule of like no dinner at the office mm-hmm. because you don't go home. And especially if like for those of the listeners who have worked in the agency world, it's it's very easy to sort of keep non-stop. it going and work nonstop. Same with being it's a cl- creator. It's like Well, goodness. Yeah. That's nonstop. That's a very interesting. I think that people don't totally understand because there's no – there's no off. There's no, and there's no playbook. Like it there, it hasn't been around long enough as and a, as you a don't career have to, path.
1: You don't check out or you don't um, clock out. Mm-mm. And so you have to sort
0: of teach yourself those own boundaries. And so that's why it's like, how do you, I don't know if it's time batching or maximize your day so that you have these an eight hour day where you can say, all right, I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I knocked it out. The other thing is, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Wow. Don't let, I'm not the, Obama said that some, Someone else said it. I, I <laughs> should like probably Google line, it. Yeah, that is not a Katie Welch original. Katie Welch. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. But it is something that is in my brain all the time because I, you you can like good over- is sometimes great. It's good. Thank you. Exactly. And you might be fine just letting it go. Let go. Like God, I say that a lot. Let like go. just let yeah. it go. It's gonna be fine. Like hit send. Yeah. Listen, check your eat check for grammar. Don't make a stupid mistake. Yeah. Don't be sloppy. But sometimes you can just so that you can go it's to not dinner. Be perfect. Yeah. 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 The other thing is, I find I need to sleep.
1: Yeah, same. Oh my so God. I will I'm go out to dinner,
0: but you know, maybe only one glass of wine, not three. Yeah.
1: Do you ever, looking back on your, because I feel like you've had such a epic career, do you ever look back and have any, I don't want to say regrets, because that's such a strong word, yeah. but like, do you ever wish you would have hung out with friends more, or like, whatever, because you have such a successful career, or are you like, no, that was worth it?
0: I mean, I'm going to say the dating, like, you listen to, I wish, I – it's so interesting. Like, I wish in my 20s I had thought about finding the a better – or in my 30s, 40s, today, every day, a, a partner. Like, really, when you when you date, when you're looking for someone who is truly a partner and someone who could – who you would want to uh, have in your life versus a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whomever, you know, whatever. Whoa. Because I This is crazy. Always – like I had great boyfriends, you know, yeah. and had fun, and you know whether it was like a, chef, a New York City chef uh-huh. who broke my heart. Fun man, was it, were those fun years? But that wasn't who I, you know, that wasn't the, no offense, that wasn't the partner. Okay, so it wasn't meant to be. So looking back, but I didn't know that at the time. It wasn't a hindsight, and I think, you know, I think it's very interesting growing up. I don't think the conversations around work-life balance in the 90s and early 2000s were happening the way they are today. There was no there, I, I read Lean In, whether you like, um, whether you like that book or not, like one of the main things she talks about is how she found her husband early on because she thought about wanting to find that partner who, who is like supportive of her. That wasn't her. I didn't know that was a thing. Like I literally had Samantha Jones. Like that was was on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Sex in the City. Great. Me? I was being broken up with by a post it. Thank you very much, Jack Berger. But Thank you very much, Jack Burger. <laughs> like not
1: I there were no there was no lean in, there was no well, you know, work life balance business. There, there wasn't many jobs where we were just talking about clocking out. Yeah. There were many jobs that um weren't not clocking out. Like yeah. I, I feel like being an entrepreneur—that's true. Doing all your, these things after typical work yeah. hours is so normalized now. Yeah. So now people are like, "This is how you do work life yeah. balance." Yeah. Agency beauty has always had pretty long, crazy, crazy hours.
0: And but uh, I, I think I, I do think you can be smart about your day and not work a long day. Okay. What? If you were talking to me, I, listen. Right? Do I live by those rules
1: day in day out? No, no. But no, I do. But you I, try. Yeah. That's all that matters. You is gotta you try. try. A for effort. Um, I'm 24. Yeah. And I'm, like, going on dates and I dabble in the, yeah. you know, dating, whatever. Yeah. What – like, if I went to any of my friends and I was, like, I'm trying to find my life partner, they'd be, like, you're crazy. Like, shut up. You're 24. But, like, what are some qualities I can start – I don't know because the other thing is, yeah, like – I can start looking for – or, like, what, what what, advice would you give me, I guess? And listen, here's the other thing. Okay. I am perfect – like, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm You also, are successful. You're happy. Yeah, I'm that's I'm also great. not
0: trying to say – It's more that if you want that. I think I never took. Which I do. I was so focused on my career. When I look, because one of the questions you asked me, do you think you can have it all? And I do. I do think you can. I think you have to remember to have it all. You have to think about it and i think i was so focused in my 20s and 30s and i was living in new york city my god everyone around me was the same way mm-hmm. like we were all just working and going to dinner and having fun and then working and so it it's not like i that that was what i saw so that felt normal and and it is normal and it is is wonderful if that is your choice but if you want to think about you you have to sort of be cognizant about it. And you have to think about it as much as you think about your career. That's really? Just, I, I, listen, do not that's, that's not written in stone. That's just when I look back and I think, huh, maybe there were different choices I could have made. Or, you know, but but I'm, am I upset about it? Do I regret it? No. I mean, just my, my mom probably is like, yes.
1: <laughs> Moms. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh,
0: you know, then I also think, gosh, would I have had, you know, Relationships or compromise. I haven't met anyone that I've wanted to compromise for.
1: Okay, so what advice would you give me going yeah. on dates and stuff? Like, what? What do you mean? Like, what do I look for in a partner? Like, what should I look for in a partner? You think? Because I want to be able to work, do my thing, be be someone who's excited for you. Okay, wow, that's great. Excited for you, like
0: shares your enthusiasm. Like, let's say you're you you have. Um, your name is in a headline or you have X amount of views on something that, or downloads mm-hmm. that you got so excited about, they should be just as excited as you are.
1: Wow. That's such good advice.
0: Because I, I have, love that. Because I have experienced things where they weren't.
1: Which they should be your biggest fan. 100%.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that's really good. What else?
0: Especially in the role that you're in right now. You know, yeah. like what I mean, like because it's a, it's such a unique. Like they may not
1: understand, like <laughs> per genuinely se. excited too, yeah. not just like hey.
0: share in your excitement, yeah. yeah, like genuinely, yeah.
1: I think that's so simple, but and so then kindness, true. Uh huh.
0: Kindness. There's you know, there's no substitute for kindness.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I'm like blown away by the excitement thing because I feel like yes, I, I always I always say this on this podcast, but it's so hard when you're a female and you're successful, and, like, guys get super intimidated and resentful at girls for that. And I'm like, oh, so you don't want me to, like, be happy and be successful and get my coin or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just the most weird effed up thing because we reward men for doing that. Yeah. I just read an
0: article that said, that said there won't be, if we're going at the rate that we're going right now, there won't be gender equity or like parity and like like gender, true gender equality for another 134 years. Oh, my God. Isn't that wild? That is wild. The, uh, my friend who's the founder of Chief, uh, which is a women's networking group, incredible business, she wrote a piece for Fortune, and I just read it last night, and I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy. That's no joke. Yeah. yeah so in our lifetime, there will not be true. So-
1: that's bananas. Instead
0: of being deterred by that, we should be fueled by that.
1: Yeah. What do you say you try and do to relax? Do you have a hard time relaxing?
0: No. What I've learned, like <laughs> I, after six o'clock, my brain just sort of shuts off. Oh, really? So I just am like, all right, it's, we're done here. <laughs> Is that
1: when do you start work slash like when do you end? Uh,
0: like I start looking at stuff in in the sevens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know you emailed me at seven. This morning.
0: <laughs> but I don't, but I don't like expect others to. I don't really start the
1: day until yeah. eight. No, my... Sometimes
0: I have eight <laughs> o'clock calls, but usually like nine. Uh-huh. Okay, eight or nine. And then you clock
1: out at six? Or that's when your brain shuts off? That's usually
0: when my brain shuts off. Okay. I used to not, though. But I found it's, I have to. I stay on and I'll. L- lately, my, I'm not good at email, and I have to get like That's what I've got to figure out how to get better at email. It's just so tough. It um, is tough. I'm not great at it either. Because I spend so much time in the day talking to people, and then you have to go back and figure out when to do. So that's I think, is the hardest part of working today at any level is how do you control the, the, emails. the email. Because you're expected to respond to the email and respond in person during the day. So when you're stuck in day-to-day meetings, back-to-back, it's tough. So it's what's a real thing issue i think in today's mm. working environment any any business so what do you do when you check out
1: like what do you go home what do you have what do you what do you like, like to deals? cook okay
0: i like to cook a lot um, Wow. yes so that is calming to me what's your go-to recipe. meal i don't have one because i collect cookbooks i Whoa. love cookbooks okay and so opening up a cookbook doing a new recipe there's a cook right now i'm loving simply julia julia tertian oh my gosh cookbook amazing delicious uh She has a, she has a, a, this is, okay, very easy one. This is a salad dressing Uh that is uh, four parts. It's a fourth of a cup of tahini, fourth of a cup of olive oil. Love tahini. uh, Soy sauce and apple cider vinegar. Oh. Put it in like a little mason jar, shake it up.
1: Delicious. Really? So
0: good. You can like dip veggies in it, put it in like a kale salad. Uh Do you make your,
1: are you going in office? We are now. Yeah. And then, not that, well, now, yeah, yes. So do you some make your yes. lunch? Do you bring it or do you yeah. order? Okay. Oh, my gosh, you do? Yeah. And do, is it something different every time?
0: Usually, like, a s- iteration of a kale salad. Oh, my gosh. It's with some horrible. sort
1: of dressing or, like, yeah. Do you ever order, like, Postmates food? I'm trying not to. But, like, where do you order from? I'm so curious. Like, where are your go-tos?
0: A lot. Well, sushi a lot, Sure. Sugarfish or whatever. Yeah. Um,
1: Love a le- sugarfish. Malibu.
0: Malibu Farm. Is that what it's called? Not Malibu Farm. That's the delicious restaurant. Malibu. There's like a quick serve restaurant that's called Malibu something. Oh. In the South Bay.
1: Well, sushi. Yeah, a lot of sushi. I do sushi as well. Do you, where do you grocery shop?
0: Okay, I'm everywhere. So sometimes I'll do like Ralph's and Vaughn's and then Lazy Acres, which is kind of like a Whole Foods, or Trader Joe's. A lot of Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. A lot of the Trader Joe's. Like yeah. how can you not do Trader Joe's when you can go and that whole basket is $30 versus like $80 I or $100. Know. It's crazy. But I have my – yeah, I have my go-tos at Trader Joe's.
1: What are your go-tos? Um, well,
0: all their, all their veggies are so good. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of veggie. Uh, I love the dips. The dips are delicious. Incredible. They had a Cacio e Pepe. <gasps> like – Sauce. Wait, I
1: need to try that. I've it's heard of it. It's
0: delicious. That with some, uh whatever, whole wheat pasta. Have you Ooh, had the, the John and
1: Vinny's cacio? Oh my oh, God, so yes. Good.
0: Delicious. So good. So good. Yeah. And to make cacio pepe is really easy. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh, I need the to do it. The secret is in the pasta water. You add a little bit of, you save pasta water and you put it in at the end. Oh, Get a recipe, so it's like... follow it. um, even the John and Finney's what's the famous the vodka? The the vodka vodka? That's easy to make. Or the spicy facility. Spicy spicy facility. That's easy to make.
1: I um my friend Libby and I, she lives in Chicago and she's from Indiana as well. Yeah. So we tried we're trying to make 30 new meals this (gasps) like year because I have a bad ordering or like takeout habit. So I just wanna learn and like I don't have my go to's. So I'm trying to learn. So if you have any recommendations, let's send over the recipe. I'll try it. Um, a vegan
0: chili that was really good. Crockpot is very easy. Yeah. Crockpot. Okay, you know how like <laughs> Talk hot... about being from the Midwest. Listen. <laughs> exactly. Tell me you're I from know. The Midwest. Listen. Tell me... tell me you're
1: from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, crock you get pot. that
0: Crockpot <laughs> recipe. I was going to say, you know how like hot rollers are coming back on TikTok yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh my." First of all, very Midwest. Yeah. Hot rollers. Uh-huh. But like hot rollers our to kitchen appliance, our hair to hair appliance is what? Yes. The crock pot is to the kitchen appliance.
1: Buffalo chicken dip in the crock pot.
0: Delicious. Mwah. Oh, my God. Remember those like big, did you ever do those like big bread bowls? Yes. With like the dill dip, pumpernickel bread yes. bowl with the dill dip in the center. And, and you there's like, a
1: bunch of like delicious stuff around it. Oh, yeah. So Oh, good. like a
0: seven layer dip. Oh. That's very Midwestern, I love a dip. Right? Lo- no, I love a dip. So there's a woman <laughs> who's my friend who works at Sephora. We bonded over dips once, and we were like, "Wait a second, we're gonna have a business, and it, we're gonna do it's gonna call, be called like Delicious Dips or Dip Something or Dip City." I don't mean, We had a whole yeah. brainstorm about it. We wanted to be a restaurant that was solely dips, all the different That's dips. That's so smart. And then all of the different sort of like dippers. You could get chips <gasps> yeah. and
1: crackers and like veggies, veggies, whatever. whatever. huh. Mm-hmm. I should. You know what we should do is have a dip party, oh, and yeah. everyone has to bring a dip.
0: Oh, my God. Byod. Bring Byod.
1: Dip. <laughs> Byod. <laughs> That was be of like so cooking.
0: fun. Yeah. Think of the delicious dips. Oh, you know what I made the other day? Speaking of is in the air, yeah. air I just fryer. In the air fryer. Air fryer is key. Yeah. You need an air fryer. Uh a buffalo cauliflower. Uh, easy. I've been making With, it. With like so Frank's. It's very easy. So and almond good. flour. So okay. it's like healthy, but not like. Oh, almond flour.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to try that out.
0: It's fun. And like cooking is not it's not that hard. You just have to try. And like who cares if it doesn't Tastes good. It's just you. I know. i have been or your en- roommate or friend or whomever.
1: Yeah, I've been enjoying it lately because I feel like it gets me off my phone. That's just it. Yeah, and yes. it's rewarding and it's yeah. like, it's kind of mindless. Yeah. But like, it's also I'm accomplishing something. Yeah. I don't know. I just hate the dishes. Uh, the worst. Yeah. The
0: worst part about it. But soups I cook. Oh, there's a black bean soup that I love. It's very, very, very easy. Um, it was in one of the Gweneth Paltrow cookbooks. So good. And that you make it on like a Sunday and then you can eat on it. Bring it to work with. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Salads. So easy. Okay, you're inspiring so I like me to cooking. cook. Um, I, go on, I have to be outside. I go on hikes and walks all the time. Oh,
1: really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. We should go on a hike. I love Anytime. hiking and walking. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like I never regret it. Correct. Oh, that's a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if I'm, like, essentially wasting time when I could have been doing a work thing, yeah. I'm actually more productive because it, like, gets me – clears the cobwebs in your head.
0: It gets the blood flowing. Clears yeah. the cob. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I love. I went on a walk this morning. Oh, my God. I saw a rainbow this morning.
1: Oh, wow. It was, can I tell
0: you? So I saw a rainbow. And I'm, of course, like, you pull out your phone. You've got to take a picture of yeah. it because, like, pick her. It didn't happen. And then I the, – everyone was so nice about it. It was like, who, where do I live? Everyone was like, did you see the rainbow? Did you see the rainbow? <gasps> oh. Three strangers said to me, did you see the rainbow? And then I swear, I turned around. I saw another person high-five someone About the rainbow. Oh, the rainbow. It was <laughs> – it was like in a world right now where we're going through such horrible shit and yes. it just seems like dark and awful every time you turn on anything. I love that. there were people high-fiving perfect strangers over a rainbow. Yeah.
1: It was what I needed
0: this morning. Wait. So that's what you find on the walks. I love that. Yeah. Have
1: you heard of the, um, I think it's Mel Robbins podcast where she says <laughs> like, high high-five five. yourself? Yes. And I, it's so funny. Did you try it? Because, <laughs> yes. But I will say like growing up in the Midwest... It's such a big thing to, like, high-five, like, nux, like, do all that. And yeah. I do that here. And I I, I always notice people are like, did she just nux me? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? But, like, I think it's so true. Like, it's kind of like... It's like four, a connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Something about it. But yeah. I guess to wrap this all up, Wait, speaking of wait, Mel, yeah. okay,
0: this is related to Mel, but not... Have you ever tried the Miracle Morning... Wait, I've heard of that,
1: but explain more. Okay, it's a lot. I've heard of it, is and it the I tried two hour it.
0: Two-hour morning routine? No. Oh. Okay. I mean, I guess it could be if you wanted it to. What is it? It's called Savers. I,
1: I've heard of this. I just I, I don't so know I've, about I, it as much.
0: I, I'm not going to say that I do this regularly, but there are parts of it that I'm like, oh gosh, that is that was really beneficial. So S is um, silence. So you so meditation. A is affirmations. So reading your morning affirmations. V is a visualization, sort of reminding yourself of whatever your thing is that you're working on. E is exercise. R just getting your tush moving. It doesn't like it could just be a walk around the block. Yeah. Um, R is reading, reading something positive in the morning. And then the final S is scribe, which is like gra- journaling, doing okay, a gratitude I have heard journal. Of this. And it's like to do all of those it's kind of a lot in the morning. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, but if you like figure out what works for you, and mm-hmm. if it's like just gratitude What's journaling, most journaling every morning, beneficial. Yeah, or if it's w- the walking and the affirmation, then cool.
1: The five minute journal. I heard you were talking about it. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, and oh it, good. I'm not kidding you. It literally is the difference between a good and a bad day. Yeah. Like I, I, it makes a difference for yeah. me if I do it.
0: You know, uh, my friend Christina Zilber, the mm-hmm. founder of Gwei, she's the one who got me started on that a couple years ago. And she even has a, um, like a picture of a page that she brings with her when she travels or sh- somehow she has a digital version of it. It's, I don't know. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Or maybe it's in her no- iPad notepad or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Guys, definitely check out the Five Minute Journal. It's like. It's
0: great. Yeah. I gave it to my team for the holidays. It's such a good gift.
1: Yeah. What, my last question that yes. I have to ask you, what are you doing to make moves right now? Whether it's in your career, in your dating life, in personal, what is it?
0: Okay. What am I doing to make moves?
1: right now? Like what's top of mind for y'all?
0: We have a lot going on with rare beauty right now. So a lot of, whether it's like new products coming out, new campaigns coming out. So a lot of, a lot of rare, good, really exciting rare beauty stuff. Um, And then I am having a lot, I'm really having, I want to figure out how I can help other people at my level share their knowledge and scale their, scale their expertise. Because it does, you know, as I learned being a content creator, it takes a lot of time.
1: Yeah. And, so I, and you it's, want it's not to be that I would help time.
0: others to get on TikTok per se, but there's got to be a way, whether if I, I do an email or a podcast or something, to share all the great insights that they have too. I want to figure that out.
1: Okay. Katie, where can everyone follow you, find you, get your TikToks, ev- all the things?
0: At Katie Welch, K-A-T-I-E-W-E-L-C-H. It's the same everywhere.
1: Love it. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank
0: you so much. This, this is was the best. the best
1: conversation. You're just wonderful. <laughs> no. Uh, the feeling is it's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, don't forget to follow Katie, like, subscribe on the podcast, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, at TK's Juicy Polls, and follow The Making Moves Instagram. I'm always posting reels, fun stuff on there. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace!